0: What's going on, everybody? It's UTXJG, the Don, and leader of the flock back again for another episode of Enlightened Sounds. We are on episode seven. So, again, appreciate everybody that has been listening to us so far, that has been rocking with us. We appreciate you. Huge shout out to our sponsor for this episode, once again, Director Sigmund and the Hello World playlist. Again, the Hello World playlist is on Spotify. It features a lot of underground artists that you may or may not have heard heard of again listening to the playlist not only provides support for the artist and director sigma but it also provides support for us so again appreciate you all checking out the playlist again it is on spotify we will put the link in the description and spotify is completely free so you have no reason to not support all right now let's go ahead and get into the show Starting off with the notable new releases again we're going to have to double back and and come back to the to the actual releases that came out today which is Friday October the 12th but we came out last week Uh, we had TI King of the South came out with Dime Trap so uh, I know that he said he was coming out with something soon I didn't know exactly when so he finally (laughs) dropped Dime Trap I got a chance to listen to that I don't know if you did flock nah i didn't get a chance i didn't okay. get around to it okay well, we'll a yeah. lot of a lot
1: of songs i had to go through
0: man yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely yeah. get to that as well uh Sheck west a guy who was under the uh the good music label he dropped mud boy um i don't know if you've heard of mo bamba I know this is a popular song by yeah, him. Yeah, so. heard it. Yeah, like my nigga mo.
1: So I, I was like, well, yeah, yeah it's, he. It's, it's all, it, it comes on. What you call it all the time? Oh, oh yeah, oh, right. Oh, yeah, put that on two Ks. I uh, think so. I, I don't know because I, I turned this shit off immediately. I turned yeah. <laughs> said, I turned it off. Yeah,
0: I turned it off. So I don't, I don't know for sure. But uh, anyway, he dropped this full project projects. So you can go ahead and check that out and see if he is going to be a one hit wonder or not. Uh, then also, Lil baby and Gunna they combined and made a super young thug and uh their album is called drip harder so again if you are a fan of any of them you can go ahead and listen to that and i listen to all three of these so we'll uh we'll get on to at least one of them well, i know we're gonna talk about T.I., so that's that's a that's a automatic but i'll figure out whether you want to review Lil little Wayne i mean little baby i said Lil Wayne, little baby and gunna or Sheck west so we'll we'll get to that in the next episode anyways let's move on to the music news so we're going to start off with spotify you know i was just talking about spotify but they released the most stream artists and songs of all time so far so without looking at this list who would you think would be number
1: one the number <laughs> yeah. one
0: top stream Damn. artist
1: of all time I'm, I'm, so far i'm not gonna lie i have no clue i i i mean it's in this day and age I, who knows it's hard right? I, I i didn't i, I didn't even look because i didn't want to like i didn't want to kind of like feel like i was cheating yeah i, I can't even guess though like okay let me I, ask really you can't another guess. I would i would think like my i mean it's spotify so it's more new age I, if you would have asked me that i don't know depending on the time if, like i don't know i would want to say like somebody like a michael jackson maybe but I'm sure that isn't nowhere near correct. Definitely so, not. I, right, I, I look, let me ask you another
0: question. Which genre do you think the artist falls in for the top? It's definitely
1: artists? some pop shit. Definitely pop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. It's so, definitely pop.
1: I mean, it, it, it's got to fall in a in a in a Taylor Swift range or Lady Gaga or some shit like that.
0: Close. Close. Uh, you can't consider to do pop because I mean he said that he's pop. But the top stream artist so far is Drake drake is number one and i find this especially interesting because drake has a deal with apple music i don't again i don't know if any of you all listening pays attention to that but he has a deal with apple music and still he's a top stream artist over on the spotify side whenever he drops his stuff on that so uh that's very very interesting to me i don't know if that's a conflict of interest i guess it really doesn't matter in drake's case because he's getting money either way but i don't know if apple has any uh any feelings towards that uh, but again everybody's been listening to drake i mean drake just he's popping no matter whether you like him or hate him like so he, it makes sense yeah though. It, it makes now it makes total, it total sense it makes total sense so uh rounding out the list you have drake is number one ed sheeran is number two eminem is number three the weekend is number four rihanna kanye west coldplay justin Jeez. bieber calvin <laughs> harris See that's the area i was looking for like that that
1: rihanna and and stuff like that
0: and ariana grande fills out the list so that's that's the top 10 dream artists of all time let's get to the second section the most streamed song of all time now the most streamed song it obviously has one of the people on this list but i'm gonna just let you know right now it's not drake drake is not (sighs) number one so who would you guess would be the most streamed song of all time so far Dude,
1: it better not be Justin Bieber. It's not Justin Bieber either. All right, let me. Out of all the people you name, yeah. So Drake, Ed Sheeran, Eminem. The song. Again. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What's a Kanye song that would be that would be number one? He's not on there either. I'll tell you that. Oh, is nope. not
0: Kanye? Nope. Oh, shit, man. I, I have no. Oh, uh. What was it Rihanna? Nope. God man, damn, I I'm know done. <laughs> it's ed sheeran so he was number ed two in the top three more so ed sheeran the shape of you people love that damn song oh, they okay, wore it out yeah, yeah. Okay. so that's so far the most streamed song once you said the name of the song i'm like okay yeah I, I, I do remember that song yep and then also i mean he pretty much rounded out the list but the most streamed album was also ed sheeran Oh, God. So, Ed Sheeran, actually, he has two albums on here. Uh, let me go back to the most streamed songs of all time, and I'll let you know those. Because I, I skipped that one. So, Ed Sheeran, The Shape of You, number one stream song. Then Drake, One Dance. So, again, they were close. Very, very close. Chainsmokers, Closer, featuring Halsey. Uh, Post Malone, Rockstar. Ed Sheeran, again. Yeah, Thinking Out Loud was number five. So, he had two on this list already. Major Laser and DJ Snake lean on uh louis fonzie and daddy yankee despacito but you know how popular that song was uh, daddy Yankee, justin bieber love yourself that song is very popular and justin bieber sorry because people wore that song out and then the chain smokers uh don't let me down me so, down yeah. yeah so that, that I, I actually like it. that song you like that song true mm-hmm. you know? and then uh again going back to most stream albums ed sheeran with the uh minus uh, minus divided whatever I, I don't know exactly what that was I guess that's just what it is Um so that that album was number one Justin Bieber Purpose was number two then Drake Views which I, I thought that, that was one of his weakest projects but everybody listened to it anyways uh, Ed Sheeran again with X so he's on here twice Post Malone bongs and Bentleys The Weekend Starboy then Drake again with Scorpion so he already hit on the list twice with his latest album so that's pretty crazy uh the weekend beauty behind the madness so he's also on here twice post malone is on here again with Stony, and then rounding it out is kendrick lamar damn hmm. so this is just this is saying like what everybody globally is listening to on spotify is very very interesting i'm not really surprised at this list uh, but it's just crazy. Like with the albums, especially just like how these artists hit on there twice. Like, so y'all are just listening to one artist a lot and y'all listening to all of their albums and y'all are bringing them up there in the list. So, uh, like I said, I just found this, uh, this Spotify list very interesting. I don't know how much is going to change as we go down the line. I know that spotify is not going anywhere anytime soon like i definitely listen to spotify all the time now it's not my main source of uh, source of music so uh and it's very interesting but like you were saying like it's definitely gonna be a lot of pop artists i mean that's that's just what popular is that's that's what it stands for popular <laughs> pop is popular so uh so yeah i mean for drake to be the top stream artist beating out ed sheeran but ed sheeran still has the most stream song and the most stream album uh, that's pretty good for him, but again, like they were very, very close in these, uh, in, in the list here in the numbers. So, and that's just something for you all to think about. This is what people are listening to around the globe. Uh, getting to the second bit of news, Anderson Park. Uh, if you all were not in the know, Anderson Park has been working a lot with Dr. Dre, and he finally uh, announced his latest album called Oxnard the release date will be november 16th people november 16th he already dropped a single called tense with kendrick Lamar. so if you haven't had a chance to check that out i would definitely recommend giving that a listen are you an anderson pock fan flock
1: yeah actually i am i am I, I didn't know anything about it until i heard him uh with rhapsody mm-hmm. and um yeah I, he's a he's a he's an artist artist that yeah. that I will say, like he's a like a musician. He's versatile. De- yeah, very, he definitely can, versatile. Definitely not a one trick pony. So that that's definitely that that could definitely keep him keep him relevant and keep him uh uh on the on the field. You know, it could keep him on the field with a lot of different uh a lot of different acts, a lot of different people, a lot of different people would fill him and want to collab with him, so it can keep him busy keep yep, his name man. out there yep absolutely
0: so we're not we don't know this for sure he hasn't confirmed the actual track list but they said that he might have some appearances from j cole and push a t um obviously dr dre is going to have a lot of production on here and also mad lib so oh yeah on, be on the lookout for that man i got a feeling this is going to be a great ass album. mad lib is dope yo yeah Definitely. incredible producer definitely definitely so again like shout out to dr dre for putting all of these west coast artists under his wing and we're gonna see what's
1: going on with this one definitely gonna see what's Damn. going on with this one so i ain't heard him Mad live in a minute though he's just, like he's been hibernating or something yeah did you ever hit I a did. joint he did with Did you ever hit a joint he did with jay dillaback uh about some years ago the jay Live album probably i'm not sure yeah. Check yeah, that out i'm not sure so You'll i like I'm you should like it if you like good production bro you, you you definitely like it yeah yeah
0: so true so again be on the look this one november 16th people november 16th we will have the anderson pock Oxnard album moving on to the last bit of news janelle monae she's been uh not only doing music because she already uh, came out with an album recently but she's been uh, getting in the silver screen as well doing a lot of mm. movies so uh it has been revealed that she will now play harriet tubman in the new biopic uh this is a major role but at the same time me personally i'm kind of tired of the slave films i don't know how you feel yeah. about
1: that i'm the same way bro it was like okay 12 years of slave after that one, I was like, I right, I'm good on these for a nice long time. Yeah, I think the yeah, only course, like, roots, but then of course roots was always the classic. Yeah, yeah, it was always the the, the pinnacle of 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 uh, showcasing and uh, the whole thing about slavery and stuff. It's just like I understand it. I know people want to, but they want to inform you and kind of like teach the, the the newer generation and get people behind it and say, hey, know your history, know your heritage. Mm-hmm. They used to they used to stress that, you know, what I mean, when I was in a uh, grade school. I had a teacher that used to like legit stress that shit man so I'm serious bro to the point where it's like you got you got beaten to submission for real mm-hmm. but um yeah I think it's cool but I don't know how how it would re- would resonate present day right now especially with her a lot of people are gonna say oh uh, I mean they better have some good makeup and stuff like that because she's a cute she's a cute lady yeah oh, they want to make her look old they're gonna have to make her yeah they're gonna definitely have to do something to make her look look uh look like harriet
0: tubman yeah so i don't know how this is going to turn out um it's very interesting though i don't know if this is going to come to to the actual silver screen but uh, generally biopics end up on like lifetime or bet or something so uh, oh. so we'll see we'll see what this ends up on i don't think it's gonna be an actual movie but if it is um then shout out to her uh, maybe yeah. be on
1: the oprah network mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah yeah the Oprah network could be another one so yeah we'll see um shout out to her that's a definitely gonna be a major role but i'm not i can't be you know fully mad at it because obviously like there are still some people that just don't know the history at all so it'll be good for them but you know with me being you know halfway woke i i'm pretty uh pretty certain that i know this stuff so it's like it, it's, it's like whatever woke. yeah not, i ain't gonna be fully woke i ain't no hotel so i i'll never claim uh, that but, all right but, right but i know my history I, I know what's what's right and what's wrong and the truth and the and the lies but uh, we'll check this out we'll uh, let you all know if any other uh developments come with the with the role so there you go there's the music news for this week all right moving on to album reviews Oh boy, I know you all have been waiting on Lil Wayne to come out with The Carter 5. It got so much hype. Again, the last time that we reported this saying that it was false news as to when the actual release day was. But he actually came out with the album, finally The Carter 5, after getting uh, through his legal battles with Birdman. So, finally free to release it on whatever platform that he wanted to. So, finally out. Uh, let me ask you, Flock, are you a little Wayne fan?
1: Depends on what you what you classify as fan. Like it, if if you say that every time he's on something, every time something comes out from I gotta hear it or I gotta, you know, I gotta check it out, then no. But I respect Wayne as an artist and I think he's one of the very few artists that has uh kind of changed the culture and kind of like been a trendsetter out here Mm. because i mean he he basically birthed birthed a lot of these dudes that y'all watch and listen to now whole style a lot of these dudes got their whole style from wayne so i i would i would in that sense because i've been listening i mean i've I've known about him since hell the hot boys and he was like what like a 16 year old or whatever so i mean i i I do remember that so i mean yeah i like lil wayne i think lil wayne from 2000 and i want to say from 2005 to like 2009 Lil wayne no one was touching him no one was touching him if you put Lil wayne on a feature wayne probably got it <laughs> regardless regards of who was on it didn't matter from jay-z down to whoever like wayne was hot he was just that dude at that point i think um uh, i just think that his style never uh Progress past that time, It's just kind of like he just kind of went with the I'm Lil Wayne and I'm a I'm gonna just keep being this Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. And with that album, we, you know, we'll talk about it later. It, it kind of showed, but I just I don't know. I, I I guess you could say I'm 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 a fan. Okay. I'll I just say yes, I I am a fan of his. Okay, I just I guess it's, it's more so I respect him and respect what he's done for for hip hop. You know, because when he came around and and kind of set his set his trail. It was during the dark ages of hip hop when everything was, you know, shake that Laffy taffy and oh I think they like me and you know, <laughs> wipe me down and <laughs> the hip hop is yeah. a dead phase. Yeah, it yeah. was it was definitely he, he came and he definitely breathed some light into you know the dark days of hip hop. To me that was the worst time of hip hop from like two thousand and six to like two thousand and ten. True. And that's when he was really on his mixtape run, like
0: I feel like Lil Wayne. Yeah, the dedication shit. Yeah, Lil Wayne has probably had like one of the one of the biggest just mixtape discographies that I've I've ever known. Like besides Gucci, maybe, but I think he's probably even beating Gucci in mixtapes, or at least mixtapes that have a a big impact. Because everybody was on the dedication stuff. Uh, No ceilings was another one. So like he's he's had a good number of series. Like I, I. pretty sure i don't even have every single one of lil wayne's uh mixtape because he just dropped so many during that time and i was in college then and i'm like damn lil wayne dropped another one he dropped another one he dropped another one and everybody was just so excited and listening to it and it was dope but i mean it does come to a time like you said like i don't feel like his style ever ever evolved um past what he already knew so lil wayne which is going to continue doing lil wayne he continued to do the auto tune which i was never a fan of i'm still not a fan of the auto tune from wayne but he just continues to rap with it so it's whatever um i feel like probably once probably after dedication four to me is when he kind of just started falling off so that was like 2012 in my opinion that and the carter four because i i did like some things from the carter four i appreciate what he did um for people like tech nine or whatever finally getting him noticed even though i've known about him forever um but Go like ahead. he like he's done some good things obviously but the carter four was one of his weakest carters um in a lot of people's opinion that came out. So people were waiting on the Carter Five. He couldn't bring it out due to legal reasons, but he came out with like sorry for the wait, uh, which was a disappointment in my opinion. Uh and he came out with some other uh, the Free Wheezy album as well, which was also a disappointment. Like I didn't like any of those. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, man, it's Wayne dead, it's Wayne Dead. Like what's what's really going on with his music. Um and the Carter Five was supposed to come out in two thousand fourteen, by the way. So these songs on here and we're gonna get on that like these songs on here definitely sound dated like they're just on here because they were made in 2014. i don't know how many songs were made like in the past couple of years or even this year um but you can definitely tell like from first listen i was like man these like this doesn't sound right this it sounds super old and i was just like not really feeling it i ended up listening to it a, a good number of times after that (laughs) <laughs> but I like the first listen. I was like, I'm "Like this ain't it?" I was like I don't, I just don't know what's going on with this. But again, like after a couple more listens, I started liking uh, the production a little bit more. But it was just, it was just that first time. It was kind of like a chore listening to the first half, at least for me. The second half picked up a lot, uh, a lot more, in my opinion. But the first half, like even with Travis Scott on "Let It Fly," he had Tatisio on on "Don't Cry," which was the first song. Uh yeah, Kendrick Lamar, Mona Lisa. I know a lot of people talked about that one, but personally, I I mean, I like the story, but I wasn't necessarily a fan of that song either. And and Me I was neither. like, and I was like, damn, like it got Kendrick on here. I'm supposed to like it, right? But I I just I kind of did it. Uh, like in the first half, I just really like uproar, and that was just because <laughs> of the, the G Dep flip on that. Uh, on, so, shout out to Swiss. Yeah, I, that's some That's some special New York that yeah, That's definitely yeah. some New York stuff. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen some videos, though. They are already dancing to this, fam. Like, all the New York dudes hopping out their car and just Harlem shaking and shit. <laughs> it's, 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 pretty, <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, like, he's, a, he's at least getting people hyped with that one. I think that that's going to be probably one of his biggest singles just because of G Dep flip. So, uh, oh, I man. definitely i called that immediately and i was like yo like this this sound kind of dope I, I like this one uh but the other songs i like all right let me actually get on the uh everything that's on here so again uh quarter five has 23 songs total so it was a lot on here and like i said it's oh, just yeah. because he had a lot of music that was just built up so it was a lot of songs on here. 23 songs total he had features from tentacion travis Scott, Nicki minaj kendrick lamar sosa man Regina carter his daughter Snoop Dogg, Ashanti, MacMaine, and Nivea. And then uh, my favorite songs on right here were uh, Uproar, Hit Us, and Demon. Uh, Uproar was the only song, that was four songs in, and then I didn't really like a song for real until like maybe song 12, Problems. And then Hit Us was uh, number 14. And so like like I said, like it was just like the second half, I kind of was vibing with a little bit more, but this is really just Wayne being Wayne and like i didn't feel like he switched anything up he was still using auto-tune uh one song. he kept flipping the word like and i was like <laughs> yeah. I, was to, I was like man this don't sound good <laughs> like i understand what you were trying to do but it just didn't sound good at all it's and,
1: not a real pedestrian
0: yeah it did and it, and it was like i understand like he was trying to show his lyrical prowess and nobody was ever saying that you know you can't rhyme but I just didn't like that part of of the song and it was just it was extremely weird but um yeah i mean i could i can honestly do with this not coming out i'm glad that it did because i know that obviously like it was some a whole bunch of controversy with this not only with Burr, man um, but what that dude, uh, I think it's Mark Ferrelli or whatever. Um, I forgot his name. I, I think that's his name. But uh, the drug pharmaceutical dude. I know like he apparently got a hold of this album and was playing some of it. And uh, and that was really getting on Lil Wayne's nerves. And, and there was some controversy behind that as well. So... It was just a lot coming up to it, and when it finally came out, I just wasn't really excited to hear it. It's not bad, but again, maybe if it would have came out when it was originally supposed to come out maybe people would have received it better but i don't really hear anybody like hyping like super hyping up this album after listening to it people only really like uproar the g Del flip like i don't hear anybody really uh hyping up any other songs besides maybe that and uh and mona lisa with kendrick just because it was like they they had some good storytelling going on with that one
1: uh but how do you feel about uh about this album so far uh i don't I know a lot of people was um a lot of people was ragging on it and then it was a lot of people that was it was like it was like half and half it was like you had a lot of people for everybody that came out and said oh this is this is dated it didn't sound hot you had people like I forgot I think we was in like TVH stream or something and uh people was coming oh it's a classic I'm like that this shit just been out it's been out like an hour and a half (laughs) now again like like how we calling stuff a classic like come on man y'all gotta relax but i i didn't i guess because i didn't go into it with with the expectation of what like, goes back to what i said earlier it's like it was kind of like whatever with me it was like okay he's finally about to release it i when i get around to it i'll listen to it it mm-hmm. wasn't one of those i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait as soon as i do it i'm dropping everything i don't care if the i don't care if the stove on fire i don't care if baby crying out yeah yeah shit like that it was some people that was really out here like that like they just couldn't wait they dropped everything for it. I didn't do that I didn't listen to it till like shit like two days ago and I was at work I was at work listening to it did not listen to it twice I listened to it again last night just so I could you know try to get something different from it but what I um what I got from it was it was Lil Wayne it was it was Lil Wayne just like what I said before like he he he's good at what he does but he just never evolved into you know it never evolved his, his whole style to, to kind of like be different you know what I mean to, to stay relevant to to make people stay interested in what he's saying I mean a lot of stuff it sounds like 2014 when you listen to it yeah some of it some of the songs I'm not gonna lie some of the joints were hot and you could tell you you know he tweaked some stuff but I mean it, for the most part it just it, it did sound like you know, this should have been out, and it's not his fault, of course. I mean, he's he's going through; he was going through what he was going through with with uh shady ass baby, but it's just it, it was just one of the things. When I listen to it, I just try to appreciate what it was for what it was. Mm-hmm. That's that's just how I look at. It. I, I like I see shit and I hear shit differently. It's like the production was tight on that. Though. The production was definitely tight on that. And uh, my favorite songs uh on there definitely the, uh the g depth flip joint what was that uproar yeah uproar. um i like dedicate uh i also like uh the don't cry believe it or not i like that joint with uh triple x mm. i actually like that song and i know no one expect that but i actually like that And then my favorite probably out of well i won't say my favorite but it's one of my favorites is the dark side of the room featured Nicki minaj i think nikki did a great job singing on that mm. she sounded really good
0: she sounded I, I really good. One. I get with
1: that one. She sounded
0: all right. She sounded all right.
1: <laughs> she sounded though. real good, man. We just <laughs> I mean, we gotta give props what process dude, man. That's just what I did. Like I'm nowhere near a Nicki Minaj fan, but she sounded really good on that. Like like somebody was like she had a vocal coach. That's how good it sounded to me coming from Nicki Minaj. Now she ain't no Mary J. Blige or no Faith Evans or nothing, but I mean, she she, she still sounded good. No guy. Okay. So I thought that I thought it was it was tastefully done. It was some low parts in the uh throughout the album. It was at parts, I won't say it sounded completely like a chore, sure, but there were some parts that um that it was just like, Okay, man, you losing me here. Like all right, I see what you're trying to do, man, but come on. And it, it just went back to me saying the reason why I didn't give up on it, it it just went back to what I said before is like I just had to take it for what it was and I gotta realize that this was supposed to come out four years ago right so and i look at it like that and we're in an internet age where everything changes every couple of years so i just i just i just say man we just need to learn to appreciate is, is it any any genre whether it be sports music entertainment all that appreciate the greats when we have them here instead of you know once they're gone then start calling them the best ever and all this other stuff and that's how i am with with music i try to appreciate the. The greats while they're here, and that's what I did with this. I went into it with not a lot of expectation because it was an album that should have been released sooner.
0: True, true. I say in Lil Wayne's case, and we've had a little discussion about this on a previous episode as well. Uh, well, a lot of people, you know, do say that he's the greatest rapper alive. And no, <laughs> I I know, I know you say no, but this is what some people say. This is the people that said that the quarter was an instant classic. They probably think that he's one of the greatest rappers alive. Um. I feel like he's a special case, though, because people do say that. I don't think that people necessarily will appreciate Lil Wayne more when he's dead. Uh, I feel like a lot of people do appreciate him for what he's done so far and dedicate. Like that was a specific song, like talking about the impact that he's had, you know, like tatting his face and his whole body up and and sounding like him using the auto tune or whatever. Like we can name countless rappers and say, you know, who are your influencers, Lil Wayne? Like that's one of the first people they always say, Lil Wayne so we know we know his overall impact his impact has been great in the hip-hop realm you know whether you like the spawns of him or not uh he definitely made a huge impact in the game so again i definitely respect that but we're just talking about this album we're just talking about the Carter five in its whole and in its whole like again i can only listen to like maybe like five or six songs but as a full complete project coming out in 2018 it just it didn't feel right to me i'm glad that it came out but it just didn't feel right the first half which is which is low to me and then the second half just kind of picked up a little bit more but a classic absolutely not especially just for the albums period the carter series absolutely not probably one of my favorites was the carter two i love the carter one as well but i think the carter two is probably my favorite and a lot of other people's favorite yeah. I, I rarely hear anybody say that the carter three was was their favorite and the carter four definitely not um so <laughs> carter two probably one of the best you know overall projects um that he's ever came out with but um i mean i wouldn't be I would be upset if like Lil Wayne, you know, officially retired or not. I'm pretty sure he's not going to, especially now that he has his complete musical freedom, or at least so we know. Uh, so he's probably going to come out with stuff or do features on on other people's albums. I don't think he should. I
1: I would say I would say drop one more that he has total control over. To kind of like you know, kind of like what what what, yeah, kind of do what like Eminem did. You get what I'm saying? Like because you know when Eminem dropped that uh, what the hell was the name of the album uh? shit revival yeah. was that the name of it he's the one before he came out with this one yeah yeah wasn't that revival or whatever yeah Revival. none of us like that none of us like that then he dropped kamikaze it was kind of like okay i mean it wasn't his best work still but it was better than revival. It's kind of like all right. i i think wayne should do one of those like kind of like a make good album um uh, that he has more control over and yeah. uh after that if he don't want to if he don't want to you know do that anymore then he has that right I mean the man is what like 36 now so I mean he's not gonna keep going super hard I mean I would do I'm sure he got other stuff outside of rap music that he got you know his money tied into and then he can he kind of do what he did that made him as hot as he was and just just jump on features yeah I mean you got some people they I mean Eminem did it at one point 3 000 still does it now like he just comes off on a feature go off on that and have people buzzing about him again you yeah. know yeah like I, when i was thinking about this album and
0: uh, reviewing it with you i was definitely getting the same type of reaction that i got from eminem like it's kind of like the same path almost only lil wayne has constantly like no matter what feature he's on like for other people they just absolutely love it but Eminem, to me, like, even when he was getting on some features, I was kind of like, eh, it's, it's, it's all right. But I was just looking for both of these guys to, like, actually evolve and uh, catch up. I felt like Lil Wayne was definitely, like, easier to catch up. But it was just with this specific project, he didn't really have that much time to really catch up and, and make his music relevant to 2018. Uh, he would right. still obviously want to, you know, release the stuff that he had already ready to go. I don't um, blame him, but yeah, I don't either. I don't either. But
1: you know, it and is, most people understand that, like, like how we've been explaining. Like, we you just take it with a grain of salt. You just take it, like, okay, this was supposed to come out then, so I listened to it, like, it came out then. Yeah, kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. Not you know, yeah. not the you whole. have to with him. You have to because you know what he can do. Right,
0: right. So, so that was it, man. That's uh, that's how you feel about the quarter five? What would you
1: rate this one though out of five? <sighs> You gotta keep the fanism out of it. <laughs> uh I still if this was 2014, I would probably give it a three. But it's 2018, so I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. That is
0: fair. That is fair.
1: That's as fair as I could possibly be at this point.
0: I'm sitting here looking at the Carter Four. And everything that was on here. And yeah, he definitely had a lot of he still had a lot of singles that were that were popular, man. Like I just just looking at this compared to the Carter Five. I mean the Carter Four. Yeah, looking at the Carter Four compared to the Carter Five. I'm just like, dang, like if only, if only this was able to come out when you wanted it to come out. Uh but in 2018, I mean yeah, I would have had to I would have had to probably give it the same score, two and a half. 'Cause it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It's just just in this day and age. It just didn't hit as uh as, as much as we thought it would. But Uproar is definitely gonna be his, uh his number one single. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if Mona Lisa could be a single, maybe Dark Side of the Moon could be one if they wanted to do that or i would um,
1: definitely make that one or you can go to safe that's route cross- and put an that's X. a crossover that's crossover too yeah. especially when you have a nikki on there
0: yeah it is i can't really see any other songs being singles though but uproar definitely gonna be one so we'll see we'll see what ends up coming out with uh with any other singles from this album but yeah i'm gonna have to give it a 2.5 so that's how we feel about the quarter five Definitely not a classic. People stop saying that this is a classic. I don't know what you're listening to, but your fanboyism is sparking up. I can definitely tell because uh, nah, this this wasn't it. It wasn't it, trash either. So nah, no, it wasn't trash. It wasn't trash.
1: No, because it was people saying it was trash. I'm like, nah. It definitely it was far from trash.
0: you Yeah, to give it another listen because me and Black felt the same way. Like we listened to it on that Friday and and I tweeted, but I was like. I was like, I don't know about the first half of this album I have to listen to it. And he was like, yeah, it sounded dated. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It definitely does sound dated. So that was just my first impression. But I would just listen to it at least another time. And you might uh, end up getting Oh, Oh, what a
1: Surprisingly enough, no
0: Drake on there. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about that, too. You just reminded me. A lot of people were talking about that. They still haven't like really said why, um, why he wasn't on there. Nicki, of course, was on there. But people were alluding to this was around the time that drake was doing his own rollout so he was busy i think that that would be like the one of the safe answers i don't know if there's like actually anything going on but that's what people were saying they were saying that drake was in album mode so he couldn't get on the album but he got nikki on here so i don't know if there's anything going on with him or not i ain't gonna i ain't gonna you know spark up the rumors or anything but uh but yeah that was that was definitely surprising to a lot of people you had travis scott on there i mean you had you had snoop but uh yeah even had mac main on here you had
1: ashanti did a role with mac name, bro. and nivia bro where the hell oh Nivea yeah been? yo did uh? i didn't realize um that she was she was really going through some some real life stuff too hmm. i just recently watched some stuff uh i was just just scrolling around youtube and seeing some stuff about her man i know she had gained a lot of weight and uh she had like you know some addictions and stuff, bro. Like, I think that was cool that Wayne, you know, Wayne put her on and stuff. Cause I mean, obviously, she can still sing. Yeah. yeah. She was she was going through some real life, uh, some real life stuff that a lot of people may not have known about. So y'all search her up, man, and and real, you and, and, and support her, man. Yeah. Shout out to Nivia. I always liked her. She was always yeah, cool. was she was cool. a cutie too.
0: Yeah. Then uh i think wayne was messing with her too wasn't he wayne got a child
1: with yeah, her. Same. and i think she was uh she was with the dream too right. i think she got two kids with the dream and one with wayne i believe yeah so it'd be like that to be like that
0: but anyways that was our review on the Carter five moving on logic logic has been uh he's been he's been going through it he's been going through it i still feel like he's a little salty because of how people were treating everybody but his dedicated fans like logic has some really really dedicated fans like it's it's pretty like scary how rightfully much people so though love he, him. he's dope yeah no he's no, he's, no he, he's he definitely has he definitely had everybody was a flop in my opinion i didn't like that album at all but i felt like he definitely bounced back in a uh in a good way with uh when he came out with bobby tarantino 2. And now he decided to continue his Young Sinatra series, and that's how I first heard about him with his Young Sinatra mixtapes. And now we are on Young Sinatra 4. So Young Sinatra 4 has 14 songs total. Features come from Lucy Rose, The Rat Pack, Ryan Tetler, Wu-Tang Clan, Wale, John Lindall, Haley Steinfeld, Kajo, Sladro, Big Limbo, and Jaden Smith um i would say that my favorite songs on young sinatra four would have to be the return the glorious five and iconic which was that was really just a flip of uh of jaden smith's icon they just flipped the beat a little bit and jaden smith didn't even rap on it he was just talking on it but i still liked it though. i like logic rapping on that same beat because i thought that it was very cool but with this particular album or mixtape whatever you want to call it i found it interesting how like most of these songs are like long as hell he started mm-hmm. off with thank you
1: and that song was uh i was like come on man i, I just i'm like once they got the talking on that like the voicemail mess and shit yeah i'm like all right man that's enough
0: i found it weird because this could easily be a song that would be at the end of the project not the beginning but what logic ended up doing was he put that song first and then he did last call which j cole and kanye did this kanye did it first and then j cole he rapped on the same beat on one of his mixtapes and he talked about you know how he grew up how he started his career and whatnot and logic decided to do the same thing and it's 2018 i w- I just found that slightly weird i understand like he wanted to talk about how he grew up and, and how he started rapping and stuff but i'm pretty sure your fans already know Like, why would you wait until you brought out the fourth iteration of Young Sinatra to do Last Call? This could have easily been something you would have done on an earlier mixtape. So, that's the one knock I'm going to give him because, like, I just wasn't feeling it. Like, it's 2018. I didn't want to hear anything like this before. I thought that it was super cool when Kanye did it because I didn't really know much about him when he did. And he didn't even use the same beat either. I thought he was going to use the same beat. He didn't do that, but... He still like was talking about you know how he how he struggled and whatnot and i was like well people already know this like i don't think anybody who's a brand new fan is going to listen to young sinatra forward and not know anything about you so i just kind of felt like that was that that should have been that should have been off I he shouldn't have done it at all he should have put thank you at the end of the album because that was yeah. definitely something like that with the voicemails and stuff <laughs> You had to put that at the end. So, I don't understand you putting that at the beginning. So, that was that was a knock that I had on the mixtape. Um Obviously, the song with Wu-Tang Clan, Wu-Tang Forever. Uh, I mean, when you actually had Wu-Tang on there, I give you props for, for that. Because uh Drake obviously had a song with Wu-Tang Forever. And, you know, they weren't on there. So, uh how you ended up getting Wu-Tang together to do this. I mean, props. I, I can't say anything bad about that at all. Like, literally had... It was everybody from Wu Tang on that song, and that song was long too. I mean, when you got everybody on here, the song was eight minutes long. Uh, so again, it's kind of a chore to sit through. But I mean, once you listen to it, like I, I'm not disappointed at it. It just wasn't one of my favorites from here, uh, just because like it was extremely long. So again, it was just another chore to listen to. Uh, but again, like I, I, mean, that's, that's very legendary and iconic of, of him to actually get Wu-Tang on there. And he also gave like Wu-Tang one of their first, like, um, their first top hits in like years or whatever with this particular song. So just because, uh, Young Sinatra 4 charted, uh, on the, right. uh, on the chart. So yeah, shout out to him for doing that for Wu-Tang. Cause, uh, I mean, it's still a lot of people. I'm sure it's a, probably a lot of Logic fans that still don't know anything about Wu-Tang at all. I know he has a lot of young fans, the Call of Duty boys, because that's where they came from, FaZe Clan and all <laughs> that. So cool. I, I don't think that they listen to Wu Tang. I mean, obviously, I could be wrong. I ain't talking about every single one of y'all, but it's probably a lot right. of y'all that have never listened to anything from Wu Tang, none of the Wu Tang catalog. So um, y'all might be extremely new to that. So again, yeah, shout out to him for doing that. Um, and then, of course, like he had Wale on here and Lindahl. He had a lot of Boom Bap beats. Uh, I'm kind of iffy on Boom Bap beats. I, obviously, I like them, but i wasn't really trying to hear an entire project with a lot of boom bap beats um he had a lot of them on here but again he kind of ventured out um, with some other production but the production was overall pretty good i'm definitely not mad at it now me personally i like bobby tarantino too a little bit more but with the young sinatra series this is what he's always done he's always had more of the boom bap and the older type of beats and the older samples on that um so it it just stuck to the theme of the project but it was overall a pretty decent album again the that i would put on there were obviously putting thank you as the very first song and then doing last call which is just played out because everybody knows about your story all your fans were listening to this album and they already know about you like so that was that was just unneeded um but again the wu-tang feature that was that was freaking legendary and i, I like the song hundred miles of running with wale but that was another boom bap type of beat too so uh so
1: that's how i felt about young sinatra what about you uh yeah like we was talking about earlier just just the first track it was it just was so long and drawn out but i still try to just keep you know stay true to form and just listen listen to it i i'm not gonna lie i'm not the biggest logic fan and Anon was the one that put me up on logic because i had never like really listened to him i had heard of him but i would never like listen to it but once Anon was like yo check this out check this out check this out i'm just like all right all right i'm gonna listen to it i know he's a big fan of him mm. so i was like i'll listen to him if he say you know if he co-signs him i'll i'll, I'll check it out and listen to him but um just listening to it um it was definitely better than that everybody um because I couldn't get through that I'm not gonna lie I couldn't get through it I couldn't even get through that whole that whole project um it was it was okay I'm not gonna sit here and say that um I was a big fan of it or I'm not gonna trash it either the one thing my one knock on it is that um for some reason I was I was happy that he got Wu-Tang all those you know as many members as he did with Wu-Tang on there on that song but I just didn't like the song It just something was off with it and i'm not gonna blame logic for it so i can't say it's his fault i mean because you can't make dudes rhyme right you know it just didn't sound like it just didn't sound right to me mm-hmm. it was like a couple people like meth did his thing um i don't know what rizzo was doing out there <laughs> i don't know what rizzo was throwing me off man I, you know i mess with the RZA, man. But yeah i mess with i rocks with all them dudes man but um it just something just felt off with that Wu-Tang song. It just I, that was a song when I seen it, I was like, yo, I'm not gonna skip right to it. I'm just gonna wait when it comes, it comes, let this shit come organically, man. I'm just wanna listen to it. You know, I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. Yeah, like it was exciting, you know right? When you saw that yeah. on there, I was like, Because anytime I get a chance to hear meth, Ray, or Ghost on anything, I'm I'm on it. So when I'm when I'm like, okay, I'm listening to it, I'm listening to it, I'm like to gonna pick up a little bit it's just it just sounded like hey email me this verse and it goes back to that you know that whole vibe thing man i feel like when you do songs with people man you gotta vibe with these people you can't just be emailing verses back and forth because yeah. the energy is never the same because most of the time when you're doing a collab with someone you banking off their energy it's like i'll take it back further since we talk about wu-tang Go off of Biggie Smalls' first album, Ready to Die, when he did the what with Method Man, you could tell them two was in there together doing that song Mm -hmm. because their energy was bouncing off of each other, and Meth actually had the better verse in that song. Yes, better than Biggie's verse. Yes, he did. I said this publicly. You know, I'm the (laughs) hugest Biggie Smalls fan, but yeah, you could tell like when people have that same energy, it just didn't feel like the energy was right on that song. It just seemed like they were just. Emailing verses to each other. That's just how I felt. So mm-hmm. um, it was a couple other songs. Uh it was a few songs that I liked on there, though. I liked the Glorious Five and I liked the uh, Legacy as well. Those are probably my two favorite songs on there. So um, but yeah, that's pretty much that, man. With with Logic, it's not really much to go on. Like he had the boom Five. The joint with Wally was cool too. Um, yeah, Wale well, like was spinning on that one yeah and we was talking about him last time like you know he don't get the credit he deserves I think logic logic is a dope artist yo it's just sometimes he get caught you know in a, um he get caught in a weird space because he has to he wants to you know appease to his you know his his hardcore fans but I you could tell he's trying to appeal to a different audience that may not be up on him. they feel okay if y'all heard me with them that's like putting the Wu-Tang on there all right I, I could get the you know i could get the quote unquote old heads to mess with me if they see i got the woo on here with me mm. and i, I could I, and you can't be mad at him for that it's called good marketing it's strategy you know that's what you want to do you want to sell yourself so I'm, I'm i was glad that he did that i think that was really 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 dope of him to do and he had some nice songs on there, don't get me wrong it's just it just was nothing that um it's just nothing that separated how i mean that changed my opinion on him prior to this album True. I always felt like he's a good very good artist a talented lyricist but it's like the songs the quality of the songs always like just for some reason it just it doesn't always do it for me he'll have a song that I'll be like okay yeah 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 okay I like this I like this and then he'll drop three or four songs I'm just like eh, okay yeah. he, he's stuck in what he's kind of like stuck in like how we feel about Eminem now like yeah, you like know he's he... not, not doing anything new
0: per se yeah yeah what was that he like he's not really doing anything new per se like he's just doing
1: like yes yeah, it's, of the it's more things. the same yeah. of what he's doing but he's kind of like got traces of you know some so he's trying to get like traces of, of 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 uh current day present day sound in there on occasion but it just it just isn't him mm-hmm. and it and, it, and it, it transpires and it comes out in the music to me yeah
0: logic has been in the state now like everybody obviously <laughs> was a concept album but it was just a very bad concept album but yeah, after I, that, I that yeah and I, I haven't listened to the album since it's it's dead to me it doesn't even exist in this catalog um <laughs> but after that he kind of got on the mode because obviously he's very very in tune to what people are saying about him and he's been on this kick ever since then it's like people are doubting me but I know I can rap. I, I know that i'm black and i'm white like if people won't accept me for who i am everybody needs to love everybody uh yeah you know i don't i don't have a girl anymore like i broke up with my wife and and you know my my mama used to call me used to call me a nigger and and my daddy is was on drugs or whatever he still want money it's like people already know this stuff before i know that people always talk about like the trap rappers rapping about the same thing but it's other rappers who are not even about that like they still rap about the same stuff too like eventually you just kind of got to evolve and i feel like logic is just in this state he's the same with eminem like he's reacting and it's coming all out of his music and it's just it's not really appealing to me anymore i understand like obviously you like this is giving you material to talk about when you're talking about other people and and you know what's going on in your life still but it's just it's not new and i hope that he doesn't continue to get caught in that phase because his i feel like his legacy is going to end up being the same as eminem's like it took eminem a long time for him to finally start rapping about something else and that's because somebody made him upset all it took was some people to make him upset and say that his album was trash in order for him to actually get in his bag and start uh, getting other people to produce his stuff and finally just start rapping like this is what we want for you to just start rapping and I don't want Logic to get caught in that same thing where he's just rapping about the same stuff over and over and over your production is still going to be nice like that's not a problem obviously some of the beats like I don't want a full thing of boom bap but right. I, still, I still like how he you know tries to experiment with some other type of, of sounds or whatever like he's been uh messing with a lot of uh edm and and those type of artists and again that goes to another uh type of genre as well not a genre that i particularly like or care for but i understand why he's doing it. he's trying to get over it in that genre as well and that that type of fan base but I just don't want him to continue to rap about the same stuff and constantly react to everybody who has something negative to say about everybody because <laughs> it's literally just that album that he just reacted to because Bobby Tarantino too was good. I didn't hear anybody say anything bad about that besides him obviously reacting and responding to Jordan Lucas uh, because he accused him of stealing his shit so again but that was a reaction but it was like everything besides that was was pretty good in my opinion but i just don't want him to continue to just do that in every single album that he makes now apparently he said that young sinatra Four, this particular project was going to be his last project in that series i don't know about his if he said that this is going to be his last album period I would hope not nah. but he said this is going to be the last one from the young sinatra series so we're not going to see anything else from this but we'll see if anything else comes but uh this is the second project this year alone so obviously like he has nothing else to do but make uh make music so I just want him to continue but not continue talking about the same stuff because it gets boring no matter who you're talking about um not discriminated with that like but with the trap rappers they at least try to use some different type of beats and get some different features on there to at least make it a little bit more relevant a little bit more appealing um but logic probably needs to do the same thing or just find something else to get upset about <laughs> besides the same right. old stuff because that's that's just my opinion on on logic so far so um let's see i'll go ahead and start off if i had to give this a score out of five i would give this out of all these projects i'll probably also give this nah i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a three i'm gonna give it a three i definitely enjoyed this a little bit more than lil wayne's album it was just those two things like i don't know if this was his decision or if this was his label's decision to uh to put this freaking song thank you at the beginning and for him to do last call uh but i would just like if those weren't on there i would probably give it a higher (coughs) four Um, yeah, it was just it, the pacing it, it threw off the pacing
1: of that. Yeah,
0: you can't you can't start off your first song With it being seven minutes like that's that's just unacceptable Like you kind of got to get into it as quickly as you can That's why like it's an intro intros are generally like one to two minutes Like if you're just talking it will be a minute if this was an actual song that got people ready for the album It will be two to three minutes for it being seven minutes. This is easily a song that should have been at the end but I'm not going to fully put a knock on that, and you doing last call at the end uh, for how I felt about the overall project. It was still pretty good, so I'll, I'll go ahead and give it
1: a three. Uh, what about you? I'm giving it a two and a half. Two and a half. I just, I just it, the the pacing of it, the pacing of the album itself, just that's that's what hurt it to me. Mm. I'm not saying the songs were bad songs like, it's just like the the way the album was constructed, like the way it was put together is like the pacing was really off to me i didn't like how the, the album was was kind of like paced it was it was like kind of drawn out between the first two songs you felt like you listened to five songs
0: i don't think people realize how important it is to space your album out space these tracks out like that will that could literally make a breaking album like nobody wants to hear and, and it's not really just a knock on the state that we're in being in the adhd type of state but absolutely not with me but nobody i can't listen to like three or four songs that are six minutes or more and when you have a total of 14 songs on here it's just it doesn't work like it's cool having one song that may be eight minutes but if you got two or three or four on this entire album that that just kind of makes it whack um, in my opinion like if those weren't on there again I would probably give it a higher score I probably enjoy it a little bit more but uh, but you said that was that was enough for you to knock it down I didn't want to give it the exact same score though as uh as the card of five just because I felt like it was definitely easier to listen to but um but I definitely agree with you like that's
1: nice nah, that's the reason why I did because yeah. I feel like at least with Wayne stuff um I felt like it was just a lot of songs of course but I felt like they were they were spaced out a lot better than what logic songs were yeah it's only like half the damn tracks i agree with that it definitely should have been structured differently so uh
0: but minus that i'll i'm going to stick with my score of three and flock gives young sinatra for a 2.5 so there we go there we go those are the album reviews this week let's go ahead and move on to one of my favorite sections the song of the week now, my choice comes directly from me watching the Netflix documentary on Quincy Jones. I listen to that, I, and I want to say I was like, "Yo, like this man How did a oh man. It was amazing. I would definitely recommend." A lot of people watching.
1: don't know all the work Quincy Jones put in.
0: Man, I didn't. I didn't know. Like, he worked on some like for some people I never knew. I like it was really, really crazy. Everything that he's done, man, and and then like they talked about the scares that he's had as well. Like in 2015, uh, like he he was almost gone. Like yeah, he was, yeah. I think I might shed a tear whenever he goes, man, because Quincy Jones is that man was working. He was working so much, and he was he was doing a lot of fucking, then too. That man, that man was fucking everything. All the white women. I was like yo like this it was crazy but I would definitely recommend to watch that documentary on Netflix it's just called Quincy so check that out but one of the particular yeah one of the particular songs that I never knew he helped produce was Leslie Gore It's My Party I was like this was one of the first songs that he produced this was back in 1963 people I'm going all the way back 1963 you have probably heard this song on a commercial or something quincy jones had a part in
1: producing leslie gore so check out that documentary i'm, I'm gonna give him a comparison to that song where it's been sampled so many times Um, uh, probably the most recent artist that you would probably most you would probably know who that is uh would probably be uh hell fabulous when fabulous made that song this is my party you know what I'm saying? That was a spinoff of that song. Oh. That I got. What, what, was that what was that on? What was that on? More? What was that on? Street Dreams or More Street Dreams? You definitely on one. of was earlier. It was one of those earlier Fabulous albums where he took that. He took the the, the premise of that song and he put that in. He made it. A, you know, an updated. What's call it? Of course, is that song was really slow and you know what I'm saying. It, it's it's so 60s. Like uh huh. It is. <laughs> it is really like. Girl, like when you hear that song you think about like you see them old movies where they they, they you go to the drive-in or something like that mm-hmm. you see people sitting in the drive where people get the restaurant they out there on roller skates bringing their food to them while they sitting in the car right that's the type <laughs> of stuff All right because there's a spot here called like rico benny's or something like that that uh that have that theme that that 50s and 60s theme so yeah so you that's, that's, a, that's the vibe you'll get from that. When I seen it on, I'm like, damn, he really went way back. What made him pick this song? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the
0: exact reason. Because oh, wow. of, watching that Quincy, I was like, yo, like I never knew that in all these years that he helped produce that song. Like, he just found her, and she was like, yo, like I, I like what you do. And he was like, all right, let's go to the studio. And he helped I'm produce that though. I was like, I am Man.
1: impressed you picked this one, Jay. I really <laughs> am. Like Y'all people, y'all can't never say we don't know our music here. No, I keep telling you, man, like I've heard so
0: many of these older songs, man. Like it's it's pretty ridiculous how many songs I listen to just from being in the car and being with my mother and her not letting me listen to anything else. But the R&B station, like I've heard a right, ton right. of older songs. That's why I have a I have a vast appreciation for all of the music back then and, and of now, man, because we've come a long way. But this is one of my favorite songs. Like I I hear this song all the time. Uh, growing up, and yeah, it's it's one of those classics, man. I was I was just like the fact that Quincy had his hand in this just made this song even more better to me,
1: <laughs> even better. Mm-hmm. So I I really enjoyed it. So yeah, Quincy Jones was responsible. For, hell, he was responsible for. Uh, hell, let's keep it real. That Thriller album. Oh yeah, absolutely. Michael Jackson, absolutely. I mean, he yeah. did the he did the theme song for sam for the Sun* too. He he did a
0: lot, man, because he used to. Know that. Yeah, when he was really starting in the game he used to um he used to do a lot of uh a lot of songs and and uh orchestrative stuff for uh for movies and stuff did Uh, he do this for
1: uh, austin powers i'm one of the austin powers movies i'm i'm quite sure i want to say it was uh what's my the favorite my favorite one the The, the, um it's gotta be that one it wasn't gold it definitely wasn't gold uh gold member it was it has to be because the first one was international man of mystery yeah, the, second the second one has to be By the spy who shagged yeah
0: that was yeah, so that was it was Aiden. that one okay
1: because i could have swore at the beginning of that movie because i think the one of the movies because he always like whoever's composing the music he's like ladies and gentlemen mr bert bacharack i could have swore quincy jones i could have swore it was quincy jones it may have been a uh, Goldman, i'm not sure but i think it was the second one he did one of those man he did one of those movies he composed the music for one of those movies okay yeah it's, it's, like he does he did so many
0: things in the background like i just when i watch a documentary it just kind of it really opened my eyes to like how much of an impact he's probably one of the one of the most impactful people in music period like it's it's ridiculous how much he's done like yeah, he, a gold was, member. he was a total member. Oh, was gold member okay he was a workaholic so like man just just take a look at that documentary and come back to me let me know what you thought about that uh after watching it man i'm sure some of this stuff I'm, it's probably more of the stuff that you know uh that you already knew already from that but it was just a lot of things i was just like man like that was crazy like my girl me and my girl were watching it and i already knew this one obviously but she didn't even know that he worked on fresh prints I was like, yeah, yeah like he. His yeah, name is in the credits. Yeah, I was like, you never noticed that? <laughs> I was like yeah, out of all the, the Fresh Prince, I was like, you, yeah, you. I don't know what you were doing when you were growing up, but we stayed on <laughs> Fresh Prince. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> we knew all about Quincy Jones on Fresh Prince. That's how he ended up, you know, having that that real good rapport with Will Smith. So like <laughs> that man, had, he had his hands in everything, yo, like that. Man him growing up it was, it was pretty crazy So again going back to that Leslie Gore It's my party You can check that out It is on Spotify as well Old ass song It's on Spotify So you can, you can check that out And let me know what you thought About this song After you listen to it If you've never heard it before What
1: you got shit. for me flock <laughs> You heard me like shit I, I, I gotta pick something uh, I sat here and I thought about Four different songs While we while, As we record As we're doing this. And Man um you know what you you went way back dog Yeah. you went back to the 60s i can't top that i can't go back further than (laughs) that so i gotta i gotta do some current uh, something more current day i'll say a little bit closer because i you know what i'm gonna go with my first mind this is the first song i thought of um i'm gonna go with shine off the godfather buried alive uh album uh more or less shine was an animal and this came out when Shine was locked out, locked up for the whole, uh, you know, the whole shooting in the club thing that that Puffy kind of like hung him out to drown. So I'm gonna go with that. Came out in uh, I want to say 2004, yeah, 2004, 2004, more or less by Shine. That dude was an animal.
0: More or less. Yep. What has he been doing? Wilding. <laughs> like, cause I haven't heard that name. He look like a yeah. rabbi
1: nowadays, so I, I don't know what he's up to. Huh. He, 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 I know he got deported. I know he was. I don't know if he in like Jerusalem now or what. I don't know what he's doing, bro, but but I know he's from like Belize or something, right? So, hmm.
0: yeah, he had him a uh, had him a good little run though when he first came
1: out. But again, he, he could have been so much more though.
0: Messing with Diddy, bruh. It happens, yo. Massing with Diddy, that will be, be kind of crazy, but okay, okay, shine more or less, more or less. So y'all can check that out as well. Let me check real quick. It should be on Spotify. It's
1: on there. Like, I, I try never to pick anything that's not on there for you okay. to make it easier for you, because okay. I could, I'm telling you, I could pick some stuff, man. I'd be wanting to pick some stuff I'm like I don't think that's on here, so I ain't gonna. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna stress them out like that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be
0: like that. So 2004. Okay. All right, so
1: I ain't gonna try to go too far back uh,
0: next time, but I think. Oh no, man, do you, bro? Nah, but that, yeah, I just I had that, that was a my good mind. one though. I definitely had like, that one on my mind after after looking at that documentary.
1: I Ain't gonna lie, because once you did that one, I started to, I started to hit you back with a Coldplay song but Coldplay, when you mentioned them earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: right, right, right. True, true. So there you go, man. Those are all songs for the week: Leslie Gore's "My Party" and "Shine," more or less from the Godfather Buried Alive album all right let's get into the topic of the week shall we so let's go ahead and discuss dropping projects at a rapid pace and again i thought about this because we were talking about Lil wayne earlier and pretty much he was dropping me like every month almost every week it kind of felt like at a, a certain point in time but do you feel like dropping projects at a rapid pace helps you more or hurts you more in the long run I want to get your uh, your input on this because i feel like with certain people it might hurt them a lot more because like you're you're really not focusing on the quality cool. at that point you're just focusing on just getting stuff out there and yeah. then like when you actually come out with an actual project or even if you're just coming out with like actual like studio albums at a rapid pace i still don't feel like they have or they will have the same impact If you just kind of space them out a little bit and let your fans wait. Um, But I I know that obviously people have different opinions on this because there can be some artists that like come out with stuff every three or four years and people just forget about them by then. Or as people come out with an album every single year and they just continue to stay relevant in the game. So how do you feel about this? You feel like it hurts the artists
1: more or helps them dropping projects at a rapid pace? Yeah, it's you got to you got to judge that on a case by case basis. Because uh, for every artist that it helps, it, it can hurt maybe three or four. I feel like if they have a a, a really good um a, a a lot of songs that they just like like if they just release unlike like unreleased stuff and it just didn't make the album, then yeah, put that shit out there. I'm just sit on it, but um, it just make sure you you emphasize that like this, you know, the B sides like some some artists used to come out with like you know bootleg i think it was ice cube came out with an album called bootlegs and b size where it was just like shit that didn't make his albums i mean i think that's smart you know to kind of like fill fill a void in between the next project um i remember uh dmx when he first came out he dropped uh it's dark and hell is hot in 98 and then came right back then within like that same year and dropped flesh of my flesh blood of my blood both of those albums were incredible albums so, but then you'll have a, a artist that'll that'll come out. Hell, Jake like Logic. Didn't he just come out with two albums this year? Yeah. So, and I'm not gonna say that his stuff was bad, but it is not nearly as impactful as what DMX did in 1998. No way, nowhere near. So, it, it's it's a case by case basis. If you have the the lyrics and you have all this stuff that you want to get out there, I'm always a fan of quality over quantity that's just never gonna change but if you have it out there to put out there put it out there put that shit out there unless you're not that good of an artist which a lot of these artists today aren't Mm -hmm. that good of an artist so it, it can expose them you know what i mean it can expose their lack of lyricism or bad production for that matter too yeah it can expose them to to that you know that criticism because if you can't rhyme yo i'm i'm gonna say it like look this ain't for you this Th- uh, this ain't it. <laughs> What's what everybody use? This ain't it, Chief. Uh, that so, ain't it. Uh, so I, I mean, that's that's just what it is. I I think it can help some people and s- others. It can hurt. If you're good, if you're a complete artist, it can help you. If you're an incomplete artist, it's gonna hurt you. Even if you're one of the greats, it can it can hurt you at times too. Sometimes overexposure is a, is a bad thing too. I yeah, like man. I like the fact that when you hear a three thousand verse, it's it's something special because if he was out here all the time he was on everything what's the lure you know
0: it doesn't no get you l- excited
1: right I feel like yeah i mean if it doesn't matter if you hear him ramming on a kesha song or if he's on frank ocean or he, he does you know hell it doesn't matter like once you hear him it's like oh shit, it's three thousand yo i'm he, you see what he did with with uh ti a few years ago on that trouble man that see I said man that was worth every all six years I waited on that verse he's <laughs> like it was worth it worth every penny too mm-hmm. so sometimes then yeah, it's it's, it's it, it all depends on who who it is overexposure can hurt and underexposure can hurt depending on the artist
0: yeah I feel like the artists that we grew up on um I I feel like it really doesn't matter for them whether they um whether they drop something know. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't think it matters if they drop something um, like every year or if they take like two or three years just because of their repertoire already. Like we already know what they're about. So we don't care if they drop something every year or not. Like as long as as long as we know that your projects are dope, that everything that you came out with earlier is dope and you're not diminishing your overall quality and we don't care. But for these new artists, especially with the generation they are in right now um i feel like they kind of need to in a sense uh not all of them but definitely um definitely a lot of them uh, a lot of the new ones that we see uh they kind of just gotta uh, keep dropping stuff because we feel like they're gonna just fade into dust um they're gonna just be a one-hit wonder if they don't show us that they can do more so we kind of just need to see a little a little bit more a lot of these people are they're literally coming up just from one song and so after we hear that like oh well what are they going to do next so they need to come out with an official album to see like what they can do with the complete project um or are you going to do more than just a single that we heard on the radio or in the club every time but the artists back then um they don't they don't really need to do anything to be honest so I do agree with you it, it just really is on a case by case basis nowadays yeah I feel like they kind of need to just to stay relevant and to show that you know they have a little bit more uh in their arsenal but people back then, nah. They could they could just easily be forgotten about um now more so. Yeah. Cause of the internet. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's always somebody else just you know, just waiting to come up yep. and, and they'll get hot off serious. of that song and then they come out with a project and it's trash. <clears throat> yeah little, man aka little yachty that I thought, can't yeah. catch
1: can't capture lightning in a bottle again yeah Just a lot of these artists out here now man they floundering right now they don't they won't let you know that but they are floundering right now yeah because they can't they can't capture that lightning in the bottle like they did two years ago yeah. and it goes back to you know when when people call you know call us haters or, or me prep you know specifically. <laughs> it's, it's you. Say, <laughs> yeah me specifically when i say a lot of these artists they they have a five-year plan that only lasts three years and I say that because their their lifespan, the average artist, hip hop artist lifespan is like four years, and a lot of people don't know that. For every you know artist that you've got that's been around for twenty years, like a Black dog or like a hell even on the R and side, uh, R and you know side like a Mary J Blige has been out for twenty plus years, a Nas I'm you know, saying on the hip hop tip that's been out for twenty plus years, you know, and these artists have been out for buster Rhymes guys like that that stay stay out here. I mean, you're gonna have those those guys that that only lasted three years. You know, I mean Trinidad James. You go have those type of artists, man. DJ Unk, you know what I'm saying? Them franchise boys, they only last a couple years because they were good for one thing. They were one trick ponies. And then when you say, Okay, put an album together for me, they put that album out, and no, that shit is they they made that was ringtone rap. That's that's what that's what I was we talking about earlier when I was like it was ages of hip hop mm. from 2006 to like 2010 that was bad because it was a lot of ringtone rap that was out if shit was good for you know to hear when your phone was ringing or something like that but or here in the club but I'm not gonna bump that you know what I'm saying just keep bumping that same song from you all the time I need more right and right. that's where a lot of people that's where a lot of people are failing because they signing single deals and stuff now yep. they sound they signing single deals. You know I mean so nobody's even signing album record deals they signing deals for singles yo like that's how bad it is that's, that, that's how much faith they got that's how much faith they got in you they only signed you for this one single that you got
0: it's funny because they jumping on them too these labels are definitely jumping on them just for what's hot who's ever high at the time they gonna get you but like that's that's pretty crazy though they don't even believe in you enough <laughs> to, to give you a, a whole project bro. that's uh it's pretty
1: ridiculous Man, but they know they know, they, know. they learn
0: from their mistakes
1: yeah yeah tighten your craft yo yeah perfect Ruby. your craft that ain't as easy like it's some some people can get lucky and and, and come up but like i'm not a fan of that uh what's some dude's name race from Earth, or whatever race from remember yeah but yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of them at all but they still find a way to you know stay out here somewhat not as they not as hot as they were a couple years ago they weren't they're not as nearly as how they were two years ago but they're still around somewhere yeah but they just go back to the shit i be saying like a lot of these artists they don't they they fizzle out because it's just it's all, because somebody else is gonna come out and sound like them and they're gonna have some little catchy catchy catchphrase or whatever they're all the, everybody's gonna be saying and then they're gonna forget about you because yeah. you you never took the time to you know to tighten up your craft and, and and be better and be known for more than just that oh you talking about just the dudes that just say this or had this little this little this little noise that they make in their air libs or something like that's that's fine and all but you you gotta come with more yo that's like it ain't even about an attention thing it's just about you know quality like the quality of your music has to be there yeah it, it just has to be there and a lot of whack the artists yeah, there's a lot of whack artists that's getting featured out here well, people mm-hmm. thinking they hot, but they're only hot right now. There's a difference between being hot and being hot right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. In Ray Shrimmer's case, I thought
0: that they were gonna flop like hard. But um one, they had Mike Will made it in their corner. Mike Will made it like their production was just like he gave them mm-hmm. his best sound. Beats, his best beats. Like they it was crazy, like how they ended up coming up from that. And two, uh Sway Lee in particular, that man can write so he's been in the background writing for people like once he got uh once he wrote for Beyonce on one of her latest albums everybody was like what the hell like like he can actually come up with some lyrics so he at least has that in his back pocket you know no matter how you feel about him like he's been writing for some you know big artists you listen to so he at least has that and then they did that uh they did that triple album so like Sway Lee got to do more of his like R&B thing and then uh slim jimmy like was actually like just rapping and and i was actually surprised like this stuff was kind of was kind of dope so uh i mean they not they definitely not some one hit wonders but you know they ended up finding other ways to uh to survive out right here and stay relevant and when you got mike will made it into your corner who literally like once they first came out he was going to all the radio stations he went to the breakfast club or whatever and he was he was in their corner like fully fully in their corner making sure that you don't sleep on them I mean that's the type of you know the person that you need to have, you know, to yeah, stay relevant. They had a plan. They had a plan. That's that's the thing. Like when you don't have a plan, things happen and you end up, you know, falling off the face of the planet, nobody hears from you ever again. And people wondering what the hell are you doing. Like we've seen so many people in that in that ringtone rap era that we've never heard. We like, damn, I wonder what they doing. So it's it's pretty crazy. But yeah, uh I would definitely definitely agree. That was a good that was a good topic. It was a good topic. All right last section that we have debate time so i want to know flock do you think hip-hop has had a greater impact on sports or video games
1: sports or video games what you got sports sports without question. why i mean look at look at the stuff that dudes in sports are doing you see a lot of i mean how many I mean you see a lot of athletes in rap videos, you've seen that forever. I mean you see a lot of athletes coming to the game with their headphones on. What you think they listening to? They ain't listening to jazz, not all of them. <laughs> I know right. I know Michael Jordan used to listen to like jazz music and shit when I mean, he was, you know what I'm saying, Anita like, Baker or something he was doing, but I'm just saying like these these new artists now, I mean new uh ball players now, um I I would say I definitely say sports. I mean look at, look at baseball. I mean, it's not even that many black baseball players where certain people come up to the plate, they have music, you know, walk up music to the plate. Stuff like that. So I think I definitely would say sports. Sports without question. I mean, when you when you look at a when it when they do like these video packages of sports, you know, to get you to watch, oh, tune in for the Celtics versus the, the 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 Utah Jazz on, you know what I'm saying, NBA TV, most of the time is what what type of music playing in the background. Yeah, wow. I mean even when you used to watch uh nba inside stuff i know it still comes on with like grant hill or somebody if it still comes on i don't remember i don't know but uh i used to watch it back in the day when i was a kid with like amara rashad and stuff like they used to have a session called jam session used to watch it when it was on abc yeah and so you know they would they, a lot of times they would have you know hip-hop music in the background while they would show those highlights and stuff like that i mean you think about um hell r.i.p to Stuart scott he made it cool to use hip-hop references and um in his commentary that shit was never done before before him and you know it, it's i mean and a lot of them do it now i've even seen scott van pelt do it and stuff like that so i mean it's i would definitely say sports video games depending on what i mean most video games uh hip-hop and video games yeah you might have a 50 cent game or something like that or a dev jam and stuff like that but how long ago was that it was a while. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's like one game. You know what I mean? It's like one game. And with now in today's game, when you listen to like, a, when you play like a Call of Duty or something like that, it's not like music in the back. only game that you really have a hip hop in like full swing for the most part is like basketball game, NBA Live and NBA 2K. Madden. And yeah, Madden, but Madden is like a mixed bag though. Yeah. yeah. When you play Madden or if, like, even when, like I play MLB the show. I, I I don't think I, I think I've only heard one hip hop song total in any MLB, the show song that I've ever uh, played. And I think that was a uh, shit what song with that ain't no future in your front, by MC breed and that song came out back in the early nineties. Mm. So, yeah. so it's like, I would definitely, I would definitely pick sports because sports it's, it's all over. I mean, football, I even talk about the NFL. I mean, look at what the whole Kaepernick thing has done. People making songs about that you get what i'm saying because yeah. it's sports related sports driven so i think when you when you when you make that one it's me personally i don't know what you're gonna say because we don't rehearse shit. <laughs> uh but uh to me personally it's like without question sports without question i would have to agree with you it's it's more because of the fact that like
0: sports has been around much longer than video games have been popular but i would argue on the video games case, especially now uh we're seeing a lot more hip-hop songs on video games like you mentioned uh call of duty like call of duty has been playing a lot more hip-hop songs like for uh blackout 4 they got uh the little pump and, and french montana song welcome to the party and like even with that one I found it weird because like they had Lil Pump's verse where he was cursing on it like they still blocked it out but I was like why did y'all do that uh because I knew that there was some cursing on that part but uh but in any case like they're they're opening up a lot more to putting hip-hop on their trailers on video game trailers uh mine is putting like a a, a, like a cheesy ass rock song that you've heard a million different times uh like something like that so like i remember the mortal Kombat, was it i think it was mortal Kombat x they had a Wiz khalifa song on there yeah Yeah, and i remember people were getting upset at that but that kind of like opened everybody's eyes that like hip-hop it can work better on some of these video game trailers that you're showing like nobody just wants to hear rock like not everybody is a rock fan so stop playing like all those all those cheesy iconic uh, songs that we've heard those rock songs that we've heard before you can branch out and use other things i'm um, seeing a lot of more uh hip-hop artists or being super open about them liking video games i think that a lot of hip-hop artists have obviously like video games but with social media and the willingness uh the willingness of the actual studios to reach out to some of these hip-hop artists i think that it is it's making a bigger impact on video games period uh we've seen a lot more hip-hop artists collaborate with uh with you know know content creators youtubers and twitch people uh, especially with fortnite fortnite has bringing everybody together i would say and not only with sports but man like just everything yo everybody played fortnite so that's one of the easiest games at first back then it was just really you know sports madden and 2k and in live like those are only things that would bring us together um, as far as hip hop and, and video games but now like it's other games uh call of Duty's. uh you know people are saying that you know they like other games too like uh world of warcraft and you know you like PUBG and, and stuff like that so they're becoming more open about their love for video games but yeah i would say overall i mean it's, it, it definitely is without question just because sports have been around so much longer and then video games have become popular it definitely would be sports but but i would definitely argue that video games and, and hip hop it's it's
1: making a bigger impact on uh on everything overall yeah you gotta you gotta take this in equation too i mean how many how many sports references have you heard listening to hip-hop <laughs> Countless, right balling, balling like, balling, like balling, you know? balling, <laughs> balling balling
0: balling like ginobili right. kobe lebron lebron in the paint like it, you know yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Jordan, like yeah, even, even with jay-z
1: mike Jordan, you can't you know what I'm saying? and then vice versa. i mean you it's a lot of hip-hop references in sports when you see somebody was scored touchdown. who they used to? was it larry johnson back uh for the chiefs he scored a touchdown he threw up the rockefeller joint right but mm. so wasn't he uh with jay-z at one point or something like that not
0: sure he's like know. a new york dude got about their
1: relationships yeah know. so you know you gotta think about that it's a lot of a lot of that that reference man they, they kind of bounce off of one another yeah. but there's definitely there's definitely a lot of sports references in uh hip-hop so facts, facts. it's like to me to me it's just without question i, I, I like the argument that you made, but. In in my you no know, in my my experience with it, it just it just seems like it's it's definitely with sports. Nah it is. I I agree with you overall. It, it's without question.
0: I definitely agree with you. But like I said, you know I gotta make an argument on the other side too. It's it's coming up. It's coming up. But yeah, sports sports <laughs> and hip hop. Nah. It's, yeah, yeah. They they definitely one in one <laughs> one it together. So. <laughs> So it is what it is, man. So, again, good little little conversation between us. But that's it, man. That is Enlightened Sounds Episode 7. Again, we appreciate you all uh, listening to us on all of the favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Music. Uh, We will see you all for the next episode, where we will definitely be reviewing T.I. Dime Trap and maybe another one of these
1: songs uh, so again we will see y'all for the next episode for like any last words yeah man appreciate everybody's uh listening to it on whatever platform you're listening to it on uh make sure y'all y'all tweet us and stuff man and you know let us know what y'all think you know songs of the week uh our opinions on whatever album that you may have man just hit us up uh do we have a feature on anchor where they can lead a messages I believe so. I don't know if if you listen to it. Yeah, if you, listen to, before, yeah, if you li- listen to it on Anchor, uh, leave like leave one of those voice message things that you can leave, man. You know any suggestions or whatever that y'all may have, because I mean, this show is for you all. So leave any suggestions and uh, comments and stuff uh, that you that you that you got, and you know that's about it, man. Appreciate everybody come through listening, checking us out, man. Hopefully y'all have been entertained for this hour and some change. And we out, y'all. Peace. Bye.